Hello and welcome. My name is Jada. I am a master manifester, intuitive life coach, spiritual guide and mentor, and an enthusiast for living life on your own terms. If you're looking for a space for inspiration and expanding your life, relationships, and self-love, and simply learning how to live in the light, then you've come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to show you how beautiful life is by channeling, embodying, and sharing your inner gifts. Think of the Life Through Light podcast as your weekly dose of high vibe mindset teachings to help you maximize your consciousness and answer your soul's calling. Trust in me to provide the tools, teachings, and practices that you need to live in the light while creating the life you want for yourself. Thank you for being a part of the family and let's get started. Who and what you want to be and um, thank you for joining me on this crazy journey. Um, throughout the podcast, I'll be giving you guys some tools and tips on how to, how to really integrate what you want to do and how to do it. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. But anyways, let's get started. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about creating your own life, um, what that means, what that looks like, and how I've done it. Um, if you've gotten to this point, I'm sure you've done it yourself without even realizing it. So that's either A, really exciting, or B, really scary. <laughs> um, but first, I want to talk about this idea of a vortex um, and being in a vortex. If you know anything about Abraham Hicks, um, she talks so much about being in your own vortex and living and dreaming and waking up and going to sleep in your vortex. And the vortex can be different for everybody. Um, for me, it is where I feel whole. It's where I feel safe. It's where I am healing and constantly expanding. And I created the vortex for myself. Um, and that goes along with the life that I have created for myself as well. Um, <clears throat> for as long as I could remember, I have always done what I was told. I have historically huge people pleaser. Um, but when I decided to become the author of my own life, um, I very quickly realized just how powerful I am with my thoughts, with my words, with my actions, with who and what I want to embody and how easy it can come to me once I started living in my truth and once I started living in my own alignment, um, because when you live in your alignment, this is just a tangent, when you live in your alignment and you live in your truth, your thoughts and desires and wants just come so easily to you. Um, they come in in reality and manifestation and fruition so much easier because you're being true to who you are, you know? So, but anyways, <clears throat> coming back to, you know, creating that vortex and creating that life for myself, um, I remember couple years ago, um, sitting and thinking, you know, I've done all that I'm supposed to do. I went to school. I, um, at the time was doing a nine to five, but also doing, um, entrepreneurial jobs, real estate to be specific. Um, I was nice. I was kind. I was giving, I had great friends. Um, yet I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel like I was living the life that I wanted to live. Um, I was living the life that everybody else wanted me to live. And as grateful as I was um, to have been given a lot of opportunity and 
you know, being surrounded by so much support and so much love. Um, for a second, I felt guilty for wanting more. And that's where a lot of us can stop moving forward because we feel that guilt, that guilt, and we feel that shame for wanting more. Um, but when it comes down to it, you know, we're the ones going to bed with our wants and our desires and our dreams, you know, as, as loving as everybody else is around us. Or if we're on the other side, if we're not surrounded by those people who are supportive and, um, you know, on the same kind of wavelength as we are of wanting more for ourselves, um, we can slip into, um, getting comfortable in our circumstances and not really taking action for our vision, you know? So I decided to take action for my vision instead of accommodating myself to my circumstance. And for me, that action, um, was moving abroad to Shanghai, China. And I'm not saying that's what you have to do, but that's just my story. Um, and when I moved abroad, I found myself wanting um, expansion and light and friendship and travel was a major thing, obviously. And so very quickly, in a space of discomfort, in a space where I didn't have anyone, in a space where I didn't have my comfortable circumstance because I literally could not have been in a more uncomfortable situation. I received everything I wanted so quickly, like almost immediately. I was, I have, I have the most best friends that I made living abroad. I traveled to over five different countries in my short time being there. Um, I traveled alone. I traveled with friends. Um, I experienced so much and I gave myself so much and it was simply because I said I was, I wanted it. And that's what I want to go back to, um, creating your own life. You know, we can have all these wants and all these desires, but the difference is what is the action behind the intention And that's something that I really strongly teach my clients. We can have these wants of, you know, wanting better relationships or wanting more self-confidence or just, you know, simply just wanting to do something for ourselves. But we can get so wrapped up, like I said, prior to our current circumstances and get so lost in the lack and the scarce of what currently surrounds us that we're not attaching ourselves to the vision, to the bigger picture, to what actually truly matters. It's going to get you closer to living to your alignment because the closer you do that, the faster your visions come true. Um, Your reality becomes so real so fast that you're going to like be like, whoa, where the, when the hell did this happen? You know? Um, And it starts with as simply as wanting it, right? We know that we want it. Um, understanding that there needs to be a change. What that change is, is different for everybody. Um, actually doing it, you know, having that action. So, you know, we, we have the do and the how, and now we need to be, right? We need to be 
um, either more empowered or we need to be more confident or we need to be um, a communicator or we need to have more boundaries or, you know, all of these different things that when we start implementing them into our lives and actually start walking the walk and talking the talk, then all of our desires, all of our wants just so easily flow to us, you know, and that's the power behind creating your life, that it gets to be easy. It gets to be so fucking easy that you're not even going to realize when the hard shit comes up because you're going to be so used to filling yourself up and so used to putting yourself first and so used to creating your vortex that when the bad things do happen, because, you know, life is a roller coaster, it's not going to feel so exhausting. It's not going to feel so draining and it's not going to feel like your life has come off track. It's just going to be another lesson, another story to tell. And, you know, through my episodes, I do want to talk more about the many lessons and the many stories that I have about living abroad because that's where a lot of my personal growth came from. That's where my spiritual awakening happening, um, which I want to talk more about. That's where I had no one but me and my guides um, letting me know that everything was going to be okay. And, you know, my main desire, my main want, my main message Um, to ever share with anybody I come across is that we have so much power in creating the life we want for ourselves. We just have to want it more than anyone else, right? We just have to want it more than anyone else. Create your own vortex. Live in that vortex. And if you're still confused on what the vortex is, I'll make another episode on what it is (laughs) But this episode. I really want to emphasize just how powerful you are watching this and creating your own life, letting go of the behaviors and the patterns and the self-sabotaging that is no longer serving you. Let it go. Let it go. And if you need support and guidance letting it go, ask for it. It's out there. It's just waiting for you to ask for it. Basically, it's just waiting. It's literally just waiting. (laughs) Once you ask, you will receive. The same way you receive, you give. And life gets to be easy because you created it that way. So that's my message for today. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in or watching on YouTube. Um, Please don't forget to subscribe. If you have any comments or questions, please leave them down below if you're on YouTube or if you're listening in on the podcast. Um please feel free to subscribe as well. Follow me on Instagram at Y-A-R-A dot L-A-R-E-S-C-A. Okay, thank you guys so much for joining um, the first episode of the Life Through Light podcast. And I hope that you have taken the uh, kick in the butt that you need to start creating your own life you do have the power to do it and please let me know what you create please let me know what you manifest and bring into your life because you have the power to do and bring absolutely anything and everything and anyone into your life so thank you guys so much and i'll see you guys in the next one bye
Hello and welcome. My name is Jada. I am a master manifester, intuitive life coach, spiritual guide and mentor, and an enthusiast for living life on your own terms. If you're looking for a space for inspiration and expanding your life, relationships, and self-love, and simply learning how to live in the light, then you've come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to show you how beautiful life is by channeling, embodying, and sharing your inner gifts. Think of the Life Through Light podcast as your weekly dose of high vibe mindset teachings to help you maximize your consciousness and answer your soul's calling. Trust in me to provide the tools, teachings, and practices that you need to live in the light while creating the life you want for yourself. Thank you for being a part of the family and let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Life Through Light podcast. This is Jada, your host. Thank you so much for joining, uh, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening to any podcast platform. Just love having you here, and I'm really excited to dive into the topic. Um, Those of you watching on YouTube, if you see me looking down, just looking at my notes, okay? Um, Sometimes I get off on tangents, and I need to make sure that I'm keeping myself on track and I'm not rambling because if you know me and I tell you I'm saying a long story short, it's not going to be short at all by any regard. So (laughs) anyways, um, thank you guys so much for joining. This is the second episode on the lights on the uh, Life Through Light podcast. I was going to say lights on uh, lights off podcast, which is a murder mystery podcast that I listen to. Not the same vibe. (laughs) But anyways, um, today I want to talk about the allowance of healing, Um, what that looked like personally for me and what it looked like for a lot of people from the last year in 2020. It's 2021, guys. We made it. Um, As many of us have been talking about, we were waiting for 2020 to end and I'm right there with you. But I think I want to pay homage to a lot of the growth that happened in 2020. So personally for you, if you experience a lot of growth, um, definitely give yourself a round of applause. Um, I know I did in probably the most least expected ways. Um, So, you know, there was some good out of 2020. And the major lesson I got was allowing myself to heal and consciously healing um, what that looked like for me when I was in a space of literal darkness. You know, for two months, I didn't get out of bed and you know, it's definitely something that I think about from time to time, because um, if you told me then back in March of 2020 where I would be today, I'd probably roll over in bed and tell you to shut my lights off and leave my room, you know? So, you know, that conscious healing, um, I definitely talk about really came up when I had to come back um, from living abroad Um, If you didn't listen to my first episode, I talk a little bit about how I was living in Shanghai, China um, when this whole panoramic hit. (laughs) And yeah, I said panoramic. (laughs) Um, And I had a very open spiritual awakening when I lived abroad. Um, I've done a couple videos on it before. This isn't my first go around on YouTube, but it's definitely something new that I want to bring and a lot of more to light um, what it took for me to invite those hard feelings and confront a lot of triggers 
And through that, I gained support. I gained clarity. I gained the, the, the existence of love through fear, which was a major, major lesson for me. Um, so let's just start at the beginning of my conscious healing uh, back in March of 2020 is when, like I mentioned earlier, I fell into that dark space of a lot of uncertainty and I had just moved back home. Um, I was in the middle of a heavily toxic relationship, which was very new for me, new for me in the sense of that it was toxic. i never thought that I would be there. Um, and yeah, it was definitely, um, a space where I didn't have a plan and I had this unshakable feeling that I didn't belong anywhere. Um, if those of you listening, if you've ever lived abroad, you know what it's like to not want to come home. You know what it's like to want to continue living in your bubble, and that's what I was living in, in my bubble in Shanghai with my friends and my life and my travels and, you know, ordering takeout four times a week, you know? So I felt so removed of who I was. I felt just genuinely uncomfortable in my own being. And one of the major things that caused that uncomfortableness was having a hard time validating those feelings um, that I was going through, um, those feelings of unworthiness, those feelings of powerlessness, those feelings of strong but deep uncertainty of not knowing what the what I was going to do. Um, because in the grand scheme of it, when I zoomed out of my own personal turmoil, I was safe. I had a home. I was surrounded by my family again, you know? So how could I feel this way? And that also added to that darkness um, because, you know, it it feels so selfish to feel bad when I'm still surrounded by what many people don't have access to, you know? So I very quickly was confronted with a lot of low vibe thoughts and feelings of insecurity and, you know, just all the things for about two months. And um, as quickly and as easy as I say this is how quickly and easy it can be for you listening um, when you are in that state of low vibe and you are in that state of feeling all of these things that kind of make you feel like shit. Um, what really helped me get out of that was very swiftly, but consciously deciding that I didn't want to feel those things anymore. I didn't want to feel powerless. I didn't want to feel unworthy. I didn't want to feel heavy in my chest, you know, like literally waking up with anxiety. Like I didn't want any of those things. And when I decided I didn't want that anymore I really opened myself up and allowed myself to let go of what wasn't serving me and if you're in the self-discovery or self-healing or spiritual world we hear that a lot let go of what isn't serving you let go of the relationships that aren't serving you let go let go let go but what does that mean what does that look like how do I do that and for me it was breaking up with that guy that I was in a very heavily toxic relationship with. For me, it was forcing myself diligently to get out of bed and move my body, whatever that looked like for me intuitively. I either did yoga, I did a workout, I went for a run. 
I stretched in bed, you know, I gave myself the energy that my body needed. Um, I very consciously started writing out journaling is a big thing, a big practice of mine. And if you haven't journaled before, try it. It's so powerful, just brain dumping and letting loose of all the thoughts that you don't want anymore. I started journaling out what I was feeling and what was going on in my brain. So it didn't take up space in my mind. Um, And because of that, because I was consciously doing things, because I was consciously making a choice for myself, I allowed myself to heal. And through that healing, I opened myself up to so much more love, so much more support, and so much more of abundance that I definitely would not have been open to if I didn't tell myself to stop identifying with the things that I no longer wanted to identify with. Like, it it sounds so, like, obvious. It sounds so blatantly, like, well, duh. Like, why wouldn't you? But people don't do it, you know? And I want to serve as that face and as that person you can hear, you know, telling you what I went through because those feelings of unworthiness, those feelings of powerlessness, I'm sure at some point all of us has felt it in different situations and in different scenarios. And I'm here to tell you and show you just how quickly and powerful it is to make the choice for yourself to no longer feed into those behaviors and patterns and thoughts and and people that kind of like that match in you, that kind of trigger those low vibe emotions. Um, And consciously healing takes more effort. Um, It takes more effort because you're the one doing it for you. You know, regardless of you having a support system, whether it's a therapist, a life coach, your family, your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, whatever that support system looks like, only you know how you feel. Only you know your thoughts. Only you know how crazy enough our body reacts when we're in an an anxious, depressed turmoil. Only we feel that. And no matter how greatly we can express that, we're the ones going to bed with it. We're the ones riddling our body with that toxicity and that negativity. And, you know, I want to give you the power of allowing yourself to work through those low vibes because it is so possible and allowing yourself to find the root of what you're identifying yourself with when it comes to these low vibe thoughts. You know, so for me, for example, um, a long time I felt unworthy. I didn't feel like I was worthy of anything and I was identifying my worth with how other people were seeing me and I was identifying my worth with how I could fill them up before filling up myself and when I decided that identity of people pleasing, that identity of putting others first wasn't working for me, I said, okay, how can I please myself? How can I put myself first? How can I pour into myself the same energy that I'm pouring into these people who clearly are not appreciating it? You know, and and finding that root of identification is so, so powerful because now you know what you don't want and now you can 
very swiftly and transition into what you do want, you know, and ask for that help. If you don't know what I mean by that, ask for that help, ask for that guidance. Um, And so another thing that really allowed myself to heal was to feel the feelings, to feel it and not suppress it. Um, I always thought healing um, were for those individuals who went through traumatic experiences. And I mean like death, grief, loss, like these big heavy things. And I didn't allow myself to really feel what I was feeling. And I made myself smaller and, you know, healing from that automatic response of not uh, of giving myself of not giving myself the space to heal of unidentifying with that automatic response gave me the space to really fill myself up again you know so I began speaking my truth I began taking up space I began responding differently to things that triggered me and through that I found that I want to provide that same space for other people. You know, through this healing and through this allowance, I have given other people the space to do that with my clients. And that's honestly been the greatest gift because if I can give that to myself and I can give it to five more people, I know that's my purpose in this world. And I know I mentioned earlier um, aligning and living in my purpose, and I'm going to talk about that a lot as well in this podcast and how possible it is when you do allow yourself to heal through different practices intuitively and practically, logistically and through your feelings. You know, there's this balance of that masculine and feminine energy when it comes to healing, but you have to be open to it. You have to be open to change. You have to be open to discomfort. You have to be open to feeling those feelings that we have allowed ourselves not to feel. Because when we feel, we heal. (laughs) Very corny, but very true. Um, Give yourself space to heal. Give yourself space to feel those feelings and be honest with what it is you want and don't want. And very quickly, you will see this vortex creating itself around you that's going to protect you so eloquently and I really hope that you give yourself that peace of mind because nothing and no one in this lifetime is worth the shakingness or the uh what am I trying to say like the uh the rocking of your world nothing and no one is worth that so if you have the strength and power to give that self give that to yourself Definitely lean in and fight for that because you deserve it. You deserve it. Give yourself the permission to do it. And if you need help, seek it. Ask for it. It is out there. Give yourself time to find your soul family because they are out there and ready for you to fall in line with them. So thank you so much for joining Um, I really wanted to express that and share a little bit about my story when it comes to that. Um, And yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode. Please feel free to subscribe. Um, If you feel called to, definitely share about this episode on your Instagram and tag me on your stories. I would really love to connect with you further. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.